Welcome to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. I'm Rob Hart. Please enjoy our latest episode. So we were in the forest, right? No, actually. Our party of no-named heroes, because I assume you're switching names once more, has made their way through the misgivings and now on the third floor in the attic area. They have just encountered a woman weeping, and after trying all sorts of things to rouse her, finally, moving the mirror and moving her reflection triggered an attack. After some harrowing blows back and forth, the party managed to defeat the woman and now stand over her body. We killed her. Yano says brightly. Hold on, let me get into character. <clears throat> Flame bats. Flambets. Flambe. Flambe? Flambe. Okay, I'm good. Let's go. Croissant. Croissant. Oh, oh. Quick sound. I'm just thinking yeah. about how ineffectual Karen is in this conversation and how ineffectual Maniri was last week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> now is your chance to make it up. Uh, is so, there a body on the ground in front of you? Tanks that damage like Are a there bodies out? on the ground. Sorry, there is a body <laughs> on the ground in front of you. Yeah, is going to poke it with his sword to see if it, she moves. All right, no, I'm, I'm going to search the body. Yep. Are you okay? Are you taking twenty? Or are you rolling? Um, let's. Yeah, fuck it. Let's take twenty. I, I, will aid you. I will roll to aid you. And that's why would you aid if we're taking oh, twenty? Sorry, I, I heard you were gonna roll a twenty, and then my brain caught up and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take a 20 You're gonna spend an hour looking at this body. Thirty-five minutes. <laughs> Yanosh is not gonna wait that long. <laughs> yeah. So as the inspector spends a good, I'm gonna say at least a half hour looking at the body. It's one body, not a whole room. So uh, Yanosh is not gonna wait more than five minutes. Oh. Yeah. Telling you right now. I guess if I'm taking twenty, I'm not just searching the body, I'm also searching for the Searching the room then? No, her. <clears throat> okay. Yanosh was like, like go full back to CSI the room on this. Yeah. You actually don't find anything on the body. The body isn't it. even there. Is any anything interesting about her besides just being undead? Uh besides what I mentioned before, it looks like she has strangulation marks on her neck and mm -hmm. she looks very much undead with blood running down her mouth. Nothing out of that quote-unquote ordinary. Well, can I get a rough timeline of undeath? <laughs> uh, not from a perception <laughs> check. You can't. <laughs> uh, what can I, I roll a heal? <laughs> what do I need to roll? A uh, heal check. I should have heal. Uh, that's definitely not my best. Well, he figures... While he figures that out, can I roll heal to see if I can figure out how long she's been dead? Sure, you would like to roll a separate but equal check? Sure. Wow. Can Yano just go that back racist. to the other room? Because he's bored. Miniri, by the way, is just going to spit up some blood into the corner <laughs> of the whole of the room and just be like, I'm fine. And well, you that, Yano just pats you on the back because you think that'll help. There you go. 20, 22. <laughs> okay. Now. <laughs> <laughs> So, right, 
22. I just want to make sure I get the timeline right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, with Rob's on this one. His heal is not his best. Um, looks to be about three months old. I um, Tell me real quick, how long have you lot been in this town exactly? Uh, three days. <laughs> and Maniri's okay, been Maniri, here her whole life. I was about to say, Maniri, um, how long have you been around here? Her whole life, she's currently away from the... Take it away, Karen. Take it away, toys. Oh. Man, that's a great roleplay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to see Ask. Karen's empty She is going to murder you in a split second. She's got to get in line. Yes, that checks out. Yeah. How long have you been in town, Maniri? Uh, several months. Okay, Your whole life. Um, when, when Not precisely... <laughs> More than months. Well, yeah. Well, it's been like I mean, I've it's so well. I take that back. It's probably been like five or six years. It's been one week. I mean, all of the time yeah. that like she was like growing up or whatever. Why? What are you asking? Well, I'm just this body's been dead for about three months, and I'm wondering if perhaps this was. Um, I'm sorry, I'm distracted by bare naked ladies over there. Um, bare naked ladies for wondering- life. <laughs> I was wondering if maybe like she died before things started getting weird around here or maybe like shortly afterwards maybe a bit before like what, what's the timeline here I only just got here a couple of days ago I thought we discussed this right before we killed her I think we're pretty sure that this is Aldern's wife Aisha from yes but so we found out she's been dead for three months so right I'm, right. I'm trying to place her death kind of in relation to things getting weird around here. Things have been weird around here for a hundred and something years, right? For the player's knowledge, you've only been the start of this adventure for about two months. It was the beginning of okay. September was the Swallowtail Festival, and you're now at the end of October. Okay, that that's what I was shooting for. So she was dead long before she was dead a good month before things kind of kicked off yeah yeah all righty good to know well and that kind of again checks out with everything else like he was trying to get people to like he was moving back in he was here when we were like when the original party was here at the swallowtail festival because his dog died along with many others that apparently he's super mad about many dead dogs i'm I'm still mad about it i am still mad about i agree being Uh, a cat folk you may have less sympathy yeah, but it's still a beast that it was shouldn't have died. She she plays a cat folk, but she's a dog person. <laughs> but yeah, so that that basic that checks out. You'd right. think he'd be more upset about the death of his wife than the death of his terrier, but whatever. Can Janos I'm go pretty into sure this he's the reason for the death bored? of his wife. Yeah, Janos can go. What is Janos doing in that room? He'd like to sit down. Okay. Janos takes a nap. You want to right. sit down in that room. Yeah, yeah Maniri's going to follow Yanosh because she doesn't think that anybody should be by themselves. And she's... There's two fireplaces in here, is there not? <laughs> Maniri's oh, going to roll God. some perception. Time to get sooty. <laughs> yeah, I, so, Maniri, before you get yourself killed, would you, would you like me to heal you again? Oh, yes. Yes, that would be good. As she spits yeah. into the first fireplace. More blood. <laughs> 
with a twenty. Because you want her off. <laughs> well, before that uh, happens, can Yano oh, no. make me a will save? Oh fuck! Yeah, oh, yeah sure can. here we go. <laughs> Natural twenty. <laughs> I am leaving the room. <laughs> like, just... um, let me tell you what the actual uh, number is. Uh, Twenty-four. That's good. That's all. okay. Yeah, I'm so uh, thir- thirteen hit points back. By the way. Sweet, thank you. How are you on? How are you feeling? Better, worse? Well, definitely better. Could you use another wanding? I'm feeling as though ten percent of my hit points are not available to me, so Uh, I think I'm okay for now. Do we have a potion or something? I do not currently have a potion. No. I have a wand. I got Dominic. Have a wand. He did uh, thirteen charges on it, I believe. Yeah, I, yes, I believe I have that, if I'm not mistaken. You I, should. I, I have something fun if we have a potion. Oh, boy. We do okay. not currently have a potion. I don't have a potion. So, with that natural 20 that Janos rolled, momentarily, he gets a vision of a woman engulfed in flames, and as she goes barreling towards the window, the southern window that is broken, he suddenly feels like his body has also erupted in flames. And as panic strikes him and he goes to bolt towards the window, he stops and realizes, I'm not actually on fire. This is just playing tricks with my mind. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> uh, Janos describes this to those that are in the room. It just sort of, uh, I felt compelled, like my skin was on fire. And... and this would be why we don't go wandering off. The last one to go wandering off Wound up cutting his own throat with a piece of wood. He looks at you. In fact, he did not wander off. Yeah, that was actually no. He was the third person in the room. Yeah. He's bending the truth to try and keep the barbarian alive. (laughs) He just looks at you blankly anyway. He says, either way, I saw a woman jump through this window. And he kind of looks through the window. What's on the other side of this window? Actually, Uh, yeah, I'd like to roll perceptions on this window. Sure. Uh, let me describe Janos, then I'll get back to Inspector. So, looking out the window, you can see that uh, it's still slightly misting outside. Even though it wasn't raining when you guys walked up to the house, for some reason it is slightly raining around the house. Not raining pumpkins this time? Not nah, just regular rain. But, like, what, is it's there a cliffside? Is there yes. water? Is so, this go to... Okay. Yeah, that was my next. Uh, so you look down the roof, and it's a very steep roof, and you can see a weather vane and then another pitched part of the roof and then it looks like it goes straight down 300 feet to the sea below. Do we see uh, Denethor son of the Cthelion down there? Based on your <laughs> description, this is a great, this is a terrible way to die. On fire? Imagine the, yeah, what, what's down there and like is it worth it to go look? I'm gonna go ahead and say no. <laughs> For a body? No. These, these murders happened a long time ago and we just found the most recent victim. Everyone else was probably before this. It would be very little left. Maybe some bones. Hi. <laughs> Not so even that, I think. I mean, you have to figure out there are fish down there probably eat, would eat whatever's left. And the bones would probably be shattered from hitting the water that hard. Yanosha has new parents, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't you ever leave my sight. You do right, know as the inspector. Yeah. As the inspector looks at the window, the northern window depicts a dark-haired woman with pale skin, large green eyes, 
and a black and red gown. With both hands, she wields a jagged iron staff. The southern window, the lower half has been broken, that Janos is standing in front of, depicts a handsome man dressed in regal finery in a crown of ivory and jade. So, Inspector Fancy Pants, you recognize either of these? <laughs> I am new to the area. How would I recognize them? However, you said there were... There yes, I know this subtle. I'm letting him do his thing first. You would roll a history. Can I roll... What was yeah, the name I mean, of that check again? A religion <laughs> while he's doing that? This would be a knowledge uh, history or knowledge local? History. <laughs> Nate, can I roll knowledge religion on this just for the sake of argument and appeasing your wife? Um, I'll just be totally honest with you. It's not going to do you any good. You might as well roll okay. history if you have it. <laughs> I was getting a strange hint to give that a try. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> As though we're written on a blackboard somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do. We know who the um, woman was who fell out the window. We'll get to that. Um, yes, Steve. I'm trying to think, I'm, uh, it's twenty-five knowledge history. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna use one of my inspiration. You know what? I'm gonna stop you. Don't use it. You hit the check. Okay. I'll let you save the inspiration. Thank you. So the northern window, uh, anybody taking notes, uh, you may want to get ready. This is going to be a slight info dump. We're looking at you, Jesse. Uh, <laughs> Jesse's yes. taking notes in the manner of his character, so he is the not... style of Janos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, for Karen, you missed that earlier. Um, I was showing them Dominic's detailed notes, and then I showed them uh, a piece I take notes in character. Janos's notes from last session. <laughs> Party killed an undead woman, Yanesh Finder. Yeah, he, he named her after it. himself. So I don't think Perfect. we can allow it. So <laughs> the northern window Excellent. depicts Arazni, the harlot queen of Geb. Arazni is a demigoddess of the abused, dignity, and unwilling undeath. Before this, she was an adventurer who sought to improve her country, then the herald of a god who abandoned her to evil necromancers. She served as the patron saint of the Knights of Ozum, a religious military order that fought against the Whispering Tyrant during the Shining Crusade in the 39th century. The knights summoned her in 3818 AR to lead them into battle. Although she was perfectly willing to fight the tyrant herself, the knights decided to bind her to her will, seeing such a thing as necessary to face Tar Buffon and planting seeds of doubt and resentment in her mind. She was ultimately humiliated and slain by the tyrant. In an effort to demoralize his opponents, the lich threw her broken body back to the knights during the Battle of the Three Sorrows. At the end of her crusade, her body was finally interred by the Knights of Ozum in their new citadel in Lastwall. Her body did not remain there for very long as it was stolen at the behest of the ghost king Geb in retaliation for a failed assault on his kingdom by the Knights of Ozum. Geb himself transformed the assailants into grave knights and sent them on a rampage through vigil and steal the corpse. Geb took a year and a day to drag Arasdi's soul back from the great beyond. And I just lost my spot. Hold on. Ugh, where did it go? Over a period of years, Geb used his subtle yet powerful influence on Arasdi, fixating on the doubt and resentment that the Knights of Ozum planted, eventually corrupting her into a lich. 
with none of her former personality. He even turned her against her former allies, particularly Iomade, her successor as Arodin's herald, who herself had been a paladin of Arasni before the death of the Demigoddess. Geb propped her up as the harlot queen and delegated to the responsibility of administration, which she saw as beneath him. Most recently, a lich ruler of the Grundy nation of Geb, when Geb himself had withdrawn from day to day of country. So she's still theoretically around and in power, but nobody really deals with her. Now, metal story. Jesus. Uh, question: Because the inspector um, did this, <laughs> could you repeat all of that, but in a French accent, please? <laughs> yes. Uh, hold on. But the southern stained glass window <laughs> depicts Socorro, the butcher of Carrion Hill. In the year 3203, the wizard Socorro led an uprising in the Ustalov city of Carrion Hill after hearing the rise of the Whispering Tyrant. Socorro and his followers slaughtered thousands in a display in support to loyalty to the Tyrant, which learned him the appellation the Butcher of Carrion Hill. He served the Whispering Tyrant in a centuries-long rule in Ustalev. After his defeat in the Shining Crusade, Socorro went into hiding and has not been heard from since. So let me get this straight. You've got... You have stained glass windows depicting shitty folk like this, and no one ever thought there was something weird going on in this house. All right, all right, hold, hold on. I got a question. How long ago was the Whispering Tyrants from this? Like, we're talking like a century? We're talking like 20 years Tuesday? ago? At least a couple hundred years. I'm pretty sure right now it's like 42 something AR, and this is 38 AR we're looking at. Okay, so the butcher, you said he went hiding. What race was he? You're not sure the picture's broken. Yeah, no, Sister Kotara. They probably weren't allowed in here. I guess I'm just wondering, because he said he's gone into hiding and he hasn't uh, been seen since, so either he's long-lived like an elf, or he's some sort of lich or demi-lich. Janos mentions that in town he noticed on the map that there was a glassworks in town. Could they possibly have anything to do with building this, or do you think this is house-made? Well, yeah, it might be a little bit hard to find out whether or not they had anything to do with this. Um, you are there. This would be former... a memory thing. Their <laughs> records were a little destroyed. Oh, so. Yeah, that that didn't go over so well. Yeah. Um, that, wait, the glassworks is there. However, it's anger and yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Oh, hold on. In the, in the... Oh um, no. Oh, all right. There was um. There were more stained glass windows, weren't there? Like on the floor below? Yes, there no, were. No, there's just the three, I thought. I thought there was a Uh-oh. set on the, on the, first, the first floor, floor too. there were stained glass windows, but I don't think we could. Yeah, I don't think we could figure it out. But now that we've got Inspector Clouseau, maybe we yeah, can. I, I think we should uh, double back at some point. We still have a lot of rooms to check in here, Explorer. Well, let's check the rooms and let's head back down. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, Karen. What were you saying? Well, we know who the woman was who f- flew out the window. Mm. Who was that? Yanosh says. Sorry? No who was that? And Yanosh has no idea who you're talking about. Yeah. So, Cirilli, I'm pretty sure Cirilli um, was pushed out the window by her husband, Traber, who is Aldern's dad. And Cirilli is obviously Aldern's mom. And Gotara earlier before our comrade's death was 
uh, haunted by a spirit and he, she felt as though her face were burning and it's possible that maybe there's something to be said about Cirilli being pushed out this particular window. That right, makes we'll, sense. Wasn't the burn from that was from a fungus, wasn't it? I, I'm not... Like, it was... Uh, from what I wrote down in my notes, it was boils that felt like they were magically there and like erupt but like it felt like burning so i just mm. I, I, boils yes but i feel like if you were on fire you would also get third degree burns so that's my mm. take on maybe that the but i don't that's know theory. it was your face gotara so you tell me i mean <laughs> what i really what, what really sticks out to me besides the burning and the boils was that there's a lot of fungus in the room and i was kind of wondering if maybe that was because there were paintings in that room that we where that where we got blasted with fungus of some folks who were rotten and had this weird fungal infection going on too, but it's entirely possible that maybe that she was set on fire there, ran in here, and jumped out the window. Yeah, Quite well, her husband I think put I don't know pushed her out the window, but I don't know if he set her on fire first. But there's at some point. Oh, Dominic was the one who saw this. He saw the parents trying to attack one another. The mother had a torch and the father had a knife and was fester like had like festering boils on his face. I, I was kind of wondering if maybe that room had more to do with the father than it did with mother, with the boils and the like. Possible. Maybe maybe it was both. I don't know. Question. Um we did a knowledge check previously on the fungus, right? Yes. And it was somehow related to necromancy, if I remember correctly. Uh, yes and no. Like, there was like uh, necromantic energy in it. Yeah, yeah, I can't really remember what I said, so I don't really want to try to go over it. No, that that that's fine. I'm. Uh... It, if I remember correctly, it had something to do with, like, not necessarily that people had died in that space, but that there was something necromantical about yeah, that. It, it grows where necromantic energy. Right, right. Okay. That's what I have written down. Both both Steve and the inspector are starting to get an image here of what's going on. Well, speaking right. necromantically, this whole house feels necromantic. Oh, that's very true. Uh, yeah, no, that, that, that much is obvious, but I... Okay, well, so what are you guys doing? You now in this observatory room? Uh, is and there anything else of uh, interest in here besides the um, stained glass windows? You mean the telescope and the trap door that we didn't look at? Yeah, there's a telescope and a <laughs> trap door. Uh, the trap door, you would all kind of understand. Maybe not Janos, but that the it just opens up to open up to the roof so that the telescope can be used to look out at the sky. He's not that dumb. So, oh, okay. Well, that's so why I said it, maybe. I, I don't know. He, I was thinking, for some reason, a, I was thinking trapdoor in the floor. Astronomer. I don't know why. So this room, is it set up to be like kind of an ad hoc astronomy room? or? Yeah, it's an observatory between looking out the windows of the stained glass and obviously the trapdoor with the telescope. Can Janos look at the telescope while all the adults are talking? <laughs> sure. He would. So... I, um, he does inspe so. You see the roof. Wait, yeah. Inspector, just out of curiosity, um, the two that we've got here on these glass windows, 
do either of them any, anything particular to do with like stars and planets and the like? It didn't sound like it from what you were saying, but maybe I missed something. Well. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. That no. is an interesting question. Eight. <laughs> do they have anything to do with uh, stars? No. I would think not. So then, why would you put? Why would you go then to the expense of putting the stained glass windows of these two in particular in a room that you're using to stare at the skies? Why, indeed. I mean, unless they weren't here in this. And this is Aldern's little renovations. Janos so looks good. through the telescope and sees the trap door because nobody opened it. Um, Anyone else picturing Janos pulling back with a black eye? <laughs> we, we've already uh, run um, an investigation on the stained glasses in stained glass windows in the. Actually, fuck it. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd like to see if the stained glass windows are newer than the kind of like. Our newer installation. Roll me an engineering. Can you honest do a perception on the tripod of the telescope to see if it's been moved, like maybe dragged? Because you know, the, most of those telescopes have big, pointy uh, bottoms. Or has it been there for a long time? It has not been moved. How do you open the trap door? I'm double checking. I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah, it's just you push it open with a strength check. Oh, that's not. Minuries. Oh, I'll help. <laughs> Janos will come over. Oh no! Oh, we lost Rob. Kotara. Engineering, by the way. What's up? It's a fifteen engineering. Eighteen. Uh it looks just as old as the rest of the house. Um, I'm gonna go over and open the trap door as I see Minuri kind of like uh, near the other one. Sure. Roll me a strength check. And... I will attempt to aid you by pushing. Okay. I'll wait for the aid roll to. Well, but yeah, I'm okay. I, I'm fairly Ooh, confident. In I did aid you. I did aid you. Hey. Fifteen. Woohoo! All right, so that's twenty-one. Math is hard. Twenty-one. Sorry, I'm just responding to Rob, who says he thinks he lost. Yeah. He's it's like, gone. you all came out of the thing. It's like, nope, you went the other way. With a twenty-one, Janos puts his shoulder against the trap door to the ceiling and pushes, and it does not budge. What? Twenty-one strength. Jesus. Um, uh, I can take a 20 on that. <laughs> yeah, I ain't beating that. You're going to wait and do it? I mean, it's not going to be an hour for this, but it's going to take some time to set up, get it properly, get into position. It's going to take time. I'm fine with that because that was a pretty high roll for me. Uh, me? Let me try it one more time if people want to aid me, and uh, I'm going to turn on Rage. For yeah, well, why don't you try one more time? I don't think it's important to spend it, take 20 on that. Um, I, Maniri aids you again with a 17. I'm rolling super high Actually, on this. I'll help. <laughs> I do not aid. Oh, no. Those <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, <simple>. <laughs> let, let me add it up with rage. That's a 23. Not much better. 23. Okay. So now with a little bit better, Janosch braces himself, puts his shoulder against the door, you know, gets real angry and pushes and it does not budge. The frick? Is it locked? It is not locked. Um, I could try either attacking the door or I could take a 20. I, um, I don't know. Is this important? I wasn't thinking so before, but 
now I'm feeling like it's now wicked I'm, important. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like, now I'm like, I need this door. Suddenly makes it a lot more interesting. Yeah, so I, I feel like um, I Maniri's gonna look at um Yanosh and be like, Do you wanna fuck some shit up? Yeah. yeah. I think initially the inspector was like, uh, we do not need to look at that. So uh, I want me to attack really the door. That, isn't it? Well, sure. Yes. I'm gonna attack the door as well, so I'll I'll let you go first. Alrighty. I got a uh hold on a second. Potential crit, actually I got a nineteen. Nice. Oh my god. And a one. So never uh. Um unless a thirteen hit uh, confirms <laughs> or is a one auto fail. Uh when you're attacking a door, it's an automatic hit. Oh, okay. So do See? I get my crit? Uh yeah, I'll give it to you. Alright. Works for me. Uh, I'm using power attack, and uh, I'm raging because I didn't expect to hit it with such intensity, so this will be interesting. So I roll the I double the dice damage, right? Yes. Yes. 26 points of damage. Nice. 26 points of damage. So with a 26, <clears throat> you smash your sword into it, and it cracks and breaks apart to the point where then you can just kind of poke at it, and the rest of it will fall through. <laughs> so I'm not sure, uh, again, it... He looks very unassuming. I don't know if the party is sort of either impressed by that or not, but he feels pretty good. He I feel like Maniri probably did one of those, like, tried to, like, help, like, push you and kind of did, like, the same thing that happened when, like, I um, met uh, Edelman. And mm. I was like, oh, he's like a super unassuming dude. And then, like, it's like he put, not like, his arm all. around me for, like, a picture. And I was like, oh, my God, you're a rock. What the hell is yeah. going uh, for, for those <laughs> listening at home, that's Julian Edelman. Yes, uh, sorry. Literal <laughs> literal tank of a person, though he's yes. only, like, what, 5'9"? Yeah, like he's, like, super, he's, like, the same. I think, yeah, he's only, like, three inches taller than I am. But, like, we stood for a picture and I was like, um, Like 185 ow? pounds of pure yeah. muscle. Right. Somehow I'm imagining Lumberg from Office Space, and then he just like rips Sorry open his shirt and it's just like no you know an eight pack and like huge X. <laughs> Gary Cole is very strong. The actor who plays Lumberg. I feel like I missed something. <laughs> it's fine. So basically, they were trying to open the trap door to the observatory, and it took them many okay. tries. And Janos got angry and swung at it and broke it. So we're going up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think the inspector will poke his head up to see what he can see. It is now raining in this room. Yeah, I feel bad. The property is already damaged. It matters not. I feel bad because I could tell Steve was like winding up to be really French, and I missed it. <laughs> um, you did. It was spectacular. Maniri is going to look in the telescope without moving it first. You see rain. <laughs> yeah, you don't really see anything. It's cloudy and raining. Because it's raining. Fair enough. <laughs> That's the first thing. Uh, Yanosh right. uh, uh, suggests he, he so, can go up there. Maniri, it is silly to look through a telescope during our rainstorm. Up onto the, the roof? In the middle of the day. Yeah. Okay, I feel give like me this is like a check. skylight, y'all. Hi. Right. That is uh, 28. A little light. Less of a light right now, but... Dude, so if you weren't, great for if you weren't impressed before, Yanosh just kind of leapt up and put his arms across the gap and just pulled himself straight up <laughs> through the hole. Well, in the I, I, I did not think you were going to find anything up there. That, that would be the roof. He, he is very athletic. And so, he's just going to walk over to Gotar and of your say, athleticism. you thought Dominic's ass looked good. 
<laughs> Make a spectacular <laughs> ass, does he not? I'd say on a scale of 1 to 20, more like a 10, but you know. Now, Dominic, he, he was a good solid 18, but. <laughs> what are you talking about? That man's glutes, they are like rocks. <laughs> But does Maybe he pass the something? barbell test? You're rolling in acrobatics to stay standing on a sloped roof that's wet. Uh, I figured that as much. That is a 21. very good question. 21, yeah, you're, you're fine We gotta there. find the weight room. What are you doing? Where's the weight room in this house? Somehow I, I, I imagine we got the, two, the two female party members of the French elf. his <laughs> ass. Now, I, I imagine his, his ass to be muscular, square, but a little flat. <laughs> Okay, uh, roll the perception truck. for me. Yanosh has a dump truck ass. Anyway, uh, perception. 26. 26. Uh, it is raining. It's like a badonk a donk He's got a butt like a Pixar mom. Okay? <laughs> wow. I feel like he needs to work on that more. That, that he is keeping an awful lot of cellulite there. But this is what happens when you skip leg day. <laughs> Really needs to work on those squats, no? All right. No? What is what is Yanush see? We broke him. Do you want us to talk about the ass more, or do you want to talk about the ass? You see nothing. It's raining. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Okay. I don't know about you. Ass it I don't, wait, oh I want to protest. I don't know about you guys, but if you're if it's raining, I can still fucking see. <laughs> like my eyes fall out of my head. Is there nothing around the threshold of the trap door? There's no. You like, see weirdness. about four hundred chimney peaks and a <laughs> shitty ass roof. <laughs> a lot of fucking chimneys. <laughs> this is not built for solar. I'll tell you that. Lots of fireplaces. And one I... false move, and you know you're tumbling over the cliffs. Yeah, Yanosh is gonna jump back in. Incoming, and he just comes down. Does he do a three-point superhero landing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, I'll roll an athletics and acrobatics to see how I do it. Please, um, fail. I'll see you break shit. <laughs> I rolled a two, but that total is twelve. Yeah. So uh, you crack. landed. Maybe you maybe you hear your knee like crack a little. You're like, ooh, okay. That that cannot be healthy. Insert Deadpool two joke. <laughs> that, that, that 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 is a very harsh way to land. No, I didn't. I didn't take into account my dump truck ass. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Professor Clue. Ass into effect. <laughs> Professor Clue, can you do me a favor and look around? It is the inspector, inspector room? professor. These are two different things. And what did you need? Look around this room, like just not in the windows, because now we've talked about the windows. But anything else? Interesting okay. going on. Right, the fireplace, a, by the way, Veneri rolled an 18 way back then. I'll, I'll do a, a yeah, general perception for yeah, any okay. <laughs> other uh, points of interest. And then we got to move on. Sure. Yanosh oh, is now going to follow Veneri's lead. That is lead. 20. <laughs> Professor, should we destroy these windows? 35. No. No, we shouldn't, lot. So, uh, you don't find anything of interest in the room besides that. Okay. I just want to point out that if this was like a YouTube show, the thumbnail would have to be Yano shot there with the other three party members all going to say ass. do not go first. Do not go first. Good no. choice. You Please. go first. Go first. 
Where are you going? Behind you. Any of the locked doors. Uh, uh, Janos will go if no one cares. No, you want to go to this one? Go first. I yeah, I'll follow, I'll leave, but I love Tara. to see you go. No. I. Oh my inspect, god. I, I inspector, why don't you come take a look at this one right here? Okay. I will take a look at this northernmost left door. And this uh, is a cramped house. I think I already rolled perceptions. It was unlocked. Uh, didn't hear anything in the traps. Correct. Open the door. Yeah, that I will right. open the door yeah. and see what I see. I okay. say we open all these doors simultaneously. That nothing that not done that before, that is <laughs> With only mild regret. <laughs> okay, opening up this door reveals flavor text. Oh, my favorite kind of text. I thought you were going to say Cleveland. And I was like, what? Uh, so <laughs> why? <laughs> Here we go. Shelves of books line the walls in this northwestern room, interspersed with curious objects such as skulls fitted with stubs of candles, tribal fetishes, and decorative scroll cases. An empty birdcage lies near the southern wall beside a small desk and a fine leather chair. Statues and sculptures grin from all corners of the room. Exotic smells and sights pour over the room, cutting through the musty dampness in the air. One lone window to the northwest looks out over to the road that leads up to the house, leading away from it. A large fireplace sits in the southwest corner of the room with a velvet chair sitting in front of it. Please tell me undead Polly is not in the birdcage. Hold on, hold on. Um, is the map fully revealed? It looks weird on my Yeah. Head. Yeah, it's we're missing. weird in that corner, but... More importantly, so I have a skill that detect uh, magic is more or less always kind of going off on me. Am I detecting magic? You are detecting magic, but you are detecting magic in every room in the house. Okay. Oh, boy. So the inspector reaches into his uh, coat and he pulls out um, what kind of looks like uh, a keychain, but instead of keys, it's like, Various uh, emblems, maybe crystals, stuff like that. It's like kind of thick. And so he's going to go in, and so it's kind of buzzing, like a little mechanical buzzing. He's going to start waving it around and start uh, looking. And this mechanically is him detecting magic. And so he's trying to focus to see if there's a, right now, there's a general magic in the air, so he wants to see if he can pinpoint any magic in this room. Can you move uh, your, uh, your character in, Steve? Yes. You get a sense of necromantic magic from everywhere around you, and you get a sense of enchantment magic from inside the room. Okay. Kind of newbie. Alright, so he's concentrating. Uh, can you pinpoint where it is? You feel like you would if there were a specific source in the room. It feels like it's just coming from this particular room. Like, you don't feel enchantment in the hallway, but in this room. So the room is enchanted. Interesting. This room is enchanted. Hi. What, um, what tip-shopped thought was it? The haunted house vibe? No, no. That is the necromantic magic in the air. That This is very specific to this room only. So you yeah, know, put we'll that away. Can the inspector the make a perception for me? Yeah. That'll be a 22. Okay. For a brief second, as you look around the room trying to pinpoint where this magic comes from, it almost sounds like you can hear pages being rustled, like they're being flipped through as if someone's reading very quickly. 
Gotara, get your ass up here and channel positive energy. There's a haunt coming. Really? That would be so unusual in this house. I can't imagine what could possibly have given you that Shut impression. up and channel! <laughs> get out of the way. Got a little German there at the end. <laughs> uh, sorry. Genetics. My point is... <laughs> seriously, can you channel? Channel? we've actually spotted a haunt before it happens. Uh, so am I picking up anything when I walk? No, I've already told you. You need to channel before the haunt goes off. This is how this works. this room. Yeah. So what are we doing? So bit lagging. Freezing. Oh, lagging. no! Well, shit. Well, I guess the haunt happened. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. Six seconds, Rob. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop. That's the ah. Maybe the haunt got Rob. Um, Inspector, um, did you say that there was, like, a haunt happening or that there was something invisible or... Basically, he heard the rustling. Seems out of place. So that, you know, me, Steve, uh, as the player, I know that you hear something, you see something, it's out of place. It's basically just the haunt coming. That's your warning. No, I get you. So I guess Miniri's in character. I'm just asking, what did you say? Just come up here and Uh, handle positive energy. He will step out of the room as he says this. There is a rustling in there. That sounds like page churning. I believe it is a haunt. Okay. And before it goes off, I would uh, I would appreciate Gotara to channel positive energy. As well, while as we wait for Rob's internet connection, what are you guys doing instead? Well, I speci- the reason why I asked was because if like before we left. Miniri got like chalk because she was a little afraid that there would be like invisible enemies. So I would have taken some of the chalk and like crushed it up and blow through the room to like kind of almost like quote unquote glitter dust like the room to see if like just in case. But if you think it's a haunt, Miniri would just step back because yeah. she's not good with haunts. No, at haunt. all. I don't think uh, <laughs> I, I like where you're at, but um, yeah. I don't. Mechanically, I don't think the because haunts are incorporeal. You know, it's yeah, not, no, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So Miniri is going to step back and wait for Gotara to. Well, I'll stay right here, but we will. Um, we will wait for the cleric to stop zoning out and do her job. I know she's also going to stand by. He's got his blade out. Just kind of makes him feel better at this point. Yeah, Miniri's blade is always out. Ah, uh, don't put that away, kid. Blades may not be of use. How old is everybody? I feel like everyone's treating Janos like he's 10. How old is uh, the inspector? Adulthood's uh, 110 years. I would put him at the open equivalent of 30. You know, he's he's not old, but, you know, he's not young. He's got. Are you self taught or trained? Probably trained. So it would be plus 10d6 on your 110 if you feel like rolling it. Yeah. Elf average of 30. I, I don't think I ever put down a specific uh, age. Yeah, no worries. I like to roll for all mine just because it, I think it's entertaining. Sometimes it's, it can be fun, sometimes not so much. But You know, old enough to be good and competent, but not quite so old as to be grizzled and waiting for his pension. Yeah, so like 30s or 40s. Yeah. You're not old, you're just experienced. 
in like yeah. in your craft. Okay, there he you is. know, amped enough. I really don't get it. I'm literally in meetings all day now. Why is this thing crapping out now? It I don't know. I'm actually having uh, bad lag issues tonight says, too, Rob. Channel. There, I know they have, there's like construction down the road. Maybe it's fucking something up. I don't know, but I, I'm I'm sorry about that. Anyways, the inspector. I'm sorry, is I missed Steve. Being, yeah, I miss I miss Steve being offensively French again. Yeah. <laughs> Point is, the inspector is um he noticed he perceived a haunt, and so he said he's like I I noticed pages. He stepped out and said, I noticed pages rustling, and he'll turn to Gotara. We will go in. And I will need you to channel positive energy the moment the haunt starts to manifest to stop it. No hey, questions, well, no perceptions, just do it. As she debates hitting the inspector over the head with her hammer, she looks at him and says, if I channel before the thing starts, it's not going to do a damn thing. That's why I'm saying, you wait until I tell you that there is a haunt going on, and it is coming, and then you channel. I, I'm so glad I have you here to tell me when there's a haunt. It's not like I've seen a few dozen of them since I walked into this bloody house. Wait, wait, wait. Is he I do not understand why you are arguing this. <laughs> I have perceived it. And I tell you there is a haunt, so you channel. The haunt goes away. You do not take time to be like, oh, is there a haunt going on? Hmm, let me see. Oh, I have lost intelligence. I think the haunt <laughs> happened by this point. Yeah, he said, you know, in the middle of the haunt. <laughs> you no, we're outside the hall. We're out of the room right now. So, hey, I'm feeling haunted right now. As I was about. You're what? I'm feeling haunted right now. You're the one who wanted to run this. Um, now, before. <laughs> don't. I'm, I personally don't understand why you're arguing with me on this, Rob. It's. I believe a haunt. So you need a channel. What right are now. you guys doing? Because right now you're just standing there. I'm stepping into the room, and as I step in, I've been able to sense haunts before. Do Am I picking something up here? I will go in and I will... Can I have Rob roll a perception check? Yeah, I was just going yes. to <laughs> uh, I'm going to need this roll in a few minutes, and I... 28. 28. So you also hear the rustling of pages, as if someone is reading very quickly. Where's it coming from? It seems like the southern end of the room. Is that where the chair is? Yes. The fireplace for once. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's not on the map, but there is a chair in oh, front of that fireplace. Son of a bitch. <laughs> didn't tell me any. We didn't. Holy <laughs> <laughs> symbol in hand, I'm going to approach the chair. Okay. I have made a chair. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything happen? <laughs> You've approached it. Yanaka I... <laughs> is going to squeeze by Miniri. She's cool with that. Yeah, it's fine. He's gonna be All at right. the door threshold in case things if get. Yeah, uh, haunt isn't going off at the moment. The inspector is gonna start looking around at these books, fetishes, and symbols. Specifically, I'm looking for anything necromancy related or um, anything related to Erasne. The Harlot Queen. Yeah, anything related to that. Uh, I have a feeling there's some sort of necromancy slash uh, worship going on here. So. You're looking around like the room. A, yeah, this feels like a necromancer's necromancer's uh, study. Yeah, could I roll like knowledge of religion on some of these artifacts? See if any of them stick out to me. Sure. Um, actually, I'm trying to think what's to roll for. It's not religion. 
You know what? Yeah, roll me a religion for you, and roll me a perception for you, Inspector. But if you want to read some of these books, you're gonna to have to come further into the room. Gotar is standing in front of the bookcases, so. Okay, that'll be a sixteen. I can do math. Thirty-two. Thirty-three on okay. uh, perception. But are you moving further? Because like the bookcases are in front of Gotara. Yes, I will move further in. Okay. I mean, you're taller than I am. You could probably just like lean forward and say, "That's so, true." He puts both of you. On her head. Excuse me. You will lose that hand if you didn't get it off my head right now. Both of you notice that in this room there are books about far-off lands, about the Mwangi Expanse, Tianjia, Islant, the Crown of the World, and even the Darklands. While people have traveled to like Tianjia, I'm horribly killing that because I don't know Chinese. The Mwangi Expanse, uh, the Mwangi Expanse, and other regions mentioned. The books about the Darklands and Aslant seem to be pure speculation. These books tell of adventure and cataloging in these areas, and it is unclear whether these are works of fiction or not. Dominic would have like such a, a literary boner in here. Uh, if anyone actually <laughs> wants to give me the pronounce the correct pronunciation, because I don't know Chinese, as, as we all look at Jesse. Uh, yes, that one. Ooh. That is where Ameko is from. Can I have the inspector roll me a will save? Unlike my predecessor, this is not exactly the worst thing in the world for me. What's your will save? I'm going to use a point of inspiration to add a d6 onto my uh, will save here. As soon as any of this wants to work. Okay. All right, that'll be a that'll be a dirtiest of twenties. Okay, guys, to get to that that dirty, dirty, filthy, naughty twenty. So, you stop for a moment in this room and look around, seeing books from all over. You're thinking about the adventures that you could have gone on. You decide to pursue your career instead. You could have been an explorer, epic sea voyages to far off lands, travels to exotic locales being the first discovering new cultures or old ones even. It's then you realize that your dreams of adventure were cut short when you had a family. Your wife and child, though you loved them, slowed you down. They held you back and yearned for a life away. You settled down with a good job, a safe job, to provide for your family. As you gave up your dreams, you wonder why you gave them up. Your wife and child don't appreciate your sacrifice. That shrill harpy of woman, you once loved her, but do you still? Ever-increasing demands of you, though she does nothing to help you out. You provided for them, given them everything you have, and it's still not enough. Bitter disappointment and regret from you giving up your dreams turns to hatred. Why did she make you give up your passions? Why did you give up on your dreams? Is she the one standing in your way? Hey, do you need to talk to us? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, I feel man. super triggered right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is scathing. <laughs> 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 as these thoughts run through your head you shake them off and the inspector remembers he doesn't even have a wife and child <laughs> the, the inspector will be like well first of all in this fantasy world how um how tableau is divorce uh, I'm sure it happens you mean taboo whatever point is <laughs> divorce common or is it like a, oh you're ostracized kind of thing Probably depends um, on religion. Yeah, it probably depends on your individual faith with the different gods. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know each god's point of view yeah. on <laughs> divorce, unfortunately. That's not yeah. something that was in the GM guide. 
The inspector <laughs> will rub his temple. Yeah. Shame. I believe, I believe uh, you are no longer needed to channel. Uh, the haunted attempted to take me. Uh, someone really needed to seek a lawyer and get a divorce. But uh, I think there were some regrets about uh, settling down and not doing left's passion. And uh, as Maniri reflects on all the visions of <laughs> obvious domestic violence and familial side we've seen, she looks at the inspector and says, "You didn't say." Well, now we know. Now we know. Oh, now precisely. We the lady in the house is going flying out a window while on fire. Yes, but <laughs> the, this is a magical world. There are things like possession. Uh, oh, that's a nice chair. You, you know, curses. Plenty of things. I like it that chair be better. It's it a nice chair. It can be mundane, like domestic disputes. Yes, yes, I uh, do. Before you all leave the room here, before <laughs> Maniri and Janos run away, I would like to also point out that while they're in this room, given their perception checks, this room contains many oddments, curiosities, and fetishes, as I mentioned. But the most, don't laugh, Steve, but the most impressive piece <laughs> in the room is an old painting Leather, of a feet, all kinds of fetishes. An old painting of what? I'm sorry. Of a bullfight. The painting bears a plaque that reads Throwdown in Swinetown. And in the painting, vast crowds cheer and jeer the bullfighter on as a humongous bull towers over the fighter, its cruel, jagged, forward jutting horns, each the length of a spear. Dozens of bodies lie in the street, and the other bulls clearly rampage through town. And although many colorful spears jut out from the creature's flank and back, it still rages on. I would like either the inspector or Gotara to roll me a knowledge history or local. I think that's the, the inspector. The inspector will put down the 18-inch phallic <laughs> strap-on fetish that he was looking at. <laughs> he will put it down and he will roll. What, what were the... Um, huh? Puts it in his pocket. <laughs> no, no, that is not how the inspector rolls, you sick pervert. He, he's already got his own crystals for that, man. He doesn't need anything <laughs> in this room. Is it just something for Janat? History or local, please. Rob, can you make me another perception check while you're in here? Sure. We'll wait for Steve to do math. So knowledge, history, or... 21. Local. local. Okay. All right, I'm going to do local because that is technically higher. 26. 26 on knowledge local. So you can tell that this painting is by a Magnamarian artist named Andosalu. Goran Andosalu. And you know that he supposedly went mad in 4701. Oh, so yeah, we were way off on times. It's 4709 or 4705 or something like that right now. And he set fire to his studio. The ensuing blaze burnt down a number of buildings, including the meeting house of the Varesian Council and killed over four dozen people. Andasalu fled the blaze and has not been seen since. Due to his intense notoriety, his paintings have only increased in value. Being a Magnamarian, you would know this. This is, uh, this is quite a find. This is worth some, some money. These, this is a rare piece of art. And he will relate behind the history the of the artist to them. And look, you can see the signature. I'm, this is not even a replica. There have been many replicas, but I am not familiar with this one. This is an original. Yeah, you're going to look behind the painting, and Steve, yeah. give me a perception check as well. 
Sure. We've missed the bull right behind us, haven't we? I don't know. Yanosh and Miniri are behind you, so we would see the bull coming. You're on the <laughs> you're down the hall. Oh, that's true. Twenty three percent. We're abandoning you. And were Miniri and Yanosh ever in the room? No. Nope. Okay. There was such a squabble fest, Yanosh was like, I'm bored. So looking around uh, Gotara, with your earlier perception check and looking behind the painting to a couple different places, not all this is the same spot, you find books on Shawanti culture and history with maps of mysterious you know, reels and nautical charts of the region. Nothing that's out of the ordinary, just stuff that would be like the theme of this room, adventuring and what's going on. And you do, find, you do find that's a scroll case. So <laughs> Ooh, a scroll case. And... Um. The inspector actually inside the fireplace finds a loose brick. Uh -huh. Seriously, I feel like that should be the Fucking other way around. Only fireplace, Maniri doesn't look in. <laughs> Son of a bitch! That's the brick, Maniri. Uh, have you been checking the fireplaces? Yes, there damn it! <laughs> I, inspector, uh -huh. um, could you take a quick look at this scroll case? I just want to make sure it's not going to explode when I open it. Give me a second. I have found something in the fireplace. Um, well, how I'm gonna pull out how that. This? Oh, wait, wait. I can... Actually, I'm going to roll a perception for traps on this loose mat brick that definitely needs <laughs> something. Sure. Because <laughs> it shoots you out of the fireplace like some weird reverse. Uh, 19. 19. Seven. The brick does not appear to be trapped. Is that what you're All looking right. for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. So then he'll pull it out. Okay. Uh, inside, you find a small hollow with three stacks of platinum, 65 platinum in total, two vials that looks like they once held potion but have long since dried up and are unusable, and a rusted but still fine-looking copper key. So, how much do you want to bet that that key is the key to the door that we had the big boy knocked in? <laughs> that is an interesting proposition. We will check. You wanted me to check out a uh, scroll kiss? Hey, just make sure that it doesn't explode when you open it. I will take a look. Is that disabled device or perception? Sorry. What are you are you looking for traps? It's perception. Okay, then that'll be a twenty-eight. There are no traps on the scroll case. I open the scroll case. You find two scrolls inside. Okay. And they say <laughs> They say scroll of lightning bolt and scroll of keen edge. Ooh. Right and to the point, you. I appreciate that. Okay, um, Inspector, I realize I may regret asking you this, but I did, didn't suppose that you can use either of these, can you? Probably use the lightning bolt one, because I believe I have access to the wizard spell list. So um, then you'd be able to use keen edge too, then? Yeah. I suppose I could probably use these. Uh, nice. scrolls are used magic device, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. Uh, I should be able to use this. Hey, right, so why, why don't you hold on to these? Ah, uh, thank you very much. This is, uh, uncommonly kind of you. Uh, I thank you. And I'll gather up the platinum and the key. <laughs> yeah, I uh, take those. Yeah, you hold on to this for, for me. By the way, I pick up the um, one of the empty vials that we find in the obvious midlife crisis room, and I look over at the inspector like, you think these potions were maybe supposed to be a marital aid? 
I will <laughs> pop open the potion and I will ins I will inspect what used to be in there. Oh, it's filled with blue M and M's. <laughs> what do you want me to roll to see what these used to be? Before they uh, I'll just save you the time. You can't tell. They're so old, you're not sure. Uh, who, who knows? The, the, Look I'm it. still Look going to but these are long past their expiration dates. I would not recommend trying them, mostly because there is no actual liquid anymore. I I, I wasn't thinking about t sampling the empty vials, so thank you for clarifying that. You are welcome. I am always happy to help. So I can see why they pay you the big bucks. Let's switch over. What are Janos and Maniri doing? Uh, we are probably checking out this door at the bottom. Which yeah. one? The the um the ones we're in front of separately. Are you gonna open them at the same time? I'm gonna perception my door, see if it's you know like hot. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> right. I'm gonna listen at the door, um, and perceive as and see if it's locked. Okay. It is a bold move. I like it. With an 18. You both hear nothing. Are the doors locked? locked? They are not locked. Are they stuck? No. Neither one? Open his door. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Um, I'm going to look at Yanosh and realize that he's going to open his door no matter what I do. So I'm going to wait and let him open the door. Because yep. <laughs> Maniri is a little smarter about this at this point. <laughs> hey, Maniri, guess what we found inside of that fireplace? I can't even believe you found anything in that fireplace. This is come up covered in soot. Yano's just confused. He's, he thought these rooms would have been connected. Oh, oh well. There's a rock so in mine. <laughs> you're staring at... Yanosh is staring at a small room that's similar to the other room. looks like a storeroom. Just more barrels and cloths and drop cloths and just different things that are like in storage while they are working on the house. Miniri is standing in front of a room that looks like a bedroom. Miniri is going to go in and make a perception check of the bedroom. Yeah, is this a fireplace same. at the end of here? <laughs> it, is. it is a fireplace. Yeah, Miniri, you should check. There might be a loose brick or a secret room. Should I do my profession woodcutter again to see if these are uh, tools <laughs> or new or... Oh, there's not tools in this room. It looks like this is like the room where you store your couch with like the dust cover on it while you paint uh, the room. I got it. I got a 27 on my perception tossing the room. There is nothing of import in said room. In Maniri's room... I got a 24, <laughs> if that matters. Uh, yes. Southwestern facing room would be quite cozy if it's cleaned up. This room features one small bed in the middle of the room and a desk on the eastern wall. A small window on the southern wall overlooks the cliffs of the Lost Coast Sea. But other than that, there is nothing of note in the room. There's nothing in the fireplace? There is nothing. Did you want me to double check? Just something. <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. I, I trust your ability to find hidden bricks in fireplaces. Yep. As Mary murders the inspector. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, if you were in this, this room before me, room. you would have figured it out. You seem quite competent. It, does the bed look used? Recently? No, not at okay. all. All right. Is there anything under the bed? Are you looking? Yes. <laughs> uh, roll of perception. Yeah, I know it mentions a perception. Okay. Whoever 26. just threw that. Okay, yeah, 26. I'm going to review uh, that arrow. You, you don't see anything under the bed. Or you don't find anything, I should say. 
The weird know. part the weird part about that arrow showing up was literally in my head. I was like, is do those stairs go up or down? They go down. That's how and... we get up here. I'll get rid of my shittily drawn arrow then. Alright, Inspector. Check out that yeah, last one. I'm door. gonna I'm gonna inspect uh, this uh last door. As one does. Yep. I'll roll the you take more than 20 seconds, I'm going to Fezzik the door down again. Uh, that is 19 for traps. Uh, you detect no traps. I already revealed the room. It's another storeroom. I was oh. going to say, I was like, you know, right. just puts his hand around the inspector and just like pushes open the door. <laughs> that seems a little reckless. All right. Um, I'll just roll a general perception to see if there's anything of interest. That'll be a 29. Uh, does not appear to be. It appears to be you've seen everything that this room has to offer. All right. Just another storeroom. So let's say we go downstairs, take another look at the, the stained glass windows then. I think this is an excellent idea. Yeah, no, okay, hold on. You. I will move you all, which you're going to the next floor down. Yeah, yeah. we're going to check out well, We know the next glass. floor down already. Yeah, but... but we're going back to compare notes, right? Yeah, this we're gonna look at the stained glasses because glass windows because we failed horribly with prior characters who were. I got you. Built. We do know. So before we do this room, we know that there was a scorpion, a man with bats. There was a moth with a skull, a green-shaped bell, and a maiden on a well. And all of those were necromantic components. We did not do well on the bottom floor. Okay. I mean, if you want to do look at more perception and see what those five might do, like I'm just telling you what we already. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm just wondering, if... could that relate to the undead we killed? Looking at his one note. Possible. Kill I'm also undead. wondering if maybe like Clue could go a little bit deeper on that, and like, oh, this yep. is no, that's specifically that's... referencing, you know. That's totally fine. I just wanted everybody to remember what it was that we did know. And then that's what we appreciates that because he wasn't here. Yeah. That and then also announced. <laughs> okay, no, so yeah. you guys are looking at those windows again. Yeah. Let us. Okay. Let us know what you think of that, Inspector. Flynn. What do you want? What do you want me to roll there? Roll a knowledge arcana. Ooh, knowledge uh, arcana. Yano sits on the couch. <laughs> yeah. No joke. Miniri's like, yeah, we've already seen it. Sorry, I'm trying to look skills here, or not skills, uh, special. If I could move Maneri, I'd move you to the couch as well. So we can just watch them squabble. <laughs> Sam plays new uh, comedy duo. Maneri oh, lights a small fall. fire and makes some popcorn. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to use another point of inspiration on this. Okay. Yes, and me right now. That is not bad. I'll be a... 92. I do like that this couch is on the map so the players can actually see it. 30. Mm. 30. Okay. So looking at around this room, uh, to quickly recap, you see from north to south a large, pale, and ghostly scorpion, a gaunt man holding out his arms with a dozen bats hanging from him, a moth with a strange skull-like pattern on its wings, a tangle of dull green plants with bell-shaped flowers, and a young maiden sitting astride a well in a forest with a spindly spider the size of a dog descending on a string of webbing above her. Oh, with your spider. knowledge check, 
you identify that these are depictions of classic spell components for necromancy. Scorpion venom, vampire's breath, tongue of deathwing moths, belladonna plant, and the heart of a maiden slain by poison. You also know that these can also be ties to gnome lich formula. Uh, you say gnome uh, or gnome? So it's not this necromancy like you were saying, but this uh, these are components in uh, obtaining lichdom. This is uh, this is getting very dark. I I think no. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. Very very dark indeed. Okay, uh, so there, there's a definite pattern here of something to be liches and famous liches and the like. I'm beginning to think that Aldern wanted to be a lich. I am thinking... <laughs> that way, because you can see the way I've got that impression. Do you think he wanted to bring back his dog? Possible. As a lich. A dog lich. <laughs> dog lich. <laughs> the, the, the dread lich Fido is, is what you're saying. Sit, boy. Sit. Good boy. Kill, boy. Kill. Ah, it's a ah. boy. I will flay the skin from your bones, good boy. <laughs> A little skeleton dog would be... you're all bones hidden about. <laughs> would be quite adorable, but... Uh... That's his favorite ball. So knowing that information, should we take a look at the stained glass windows on the first floor? I believe so. Uh, okay, I, I, I will move you to the first floor. I think that this is a family of necromancers. And then I think we should just go hog wild down into the basement, because what could possibly go wrong. Okay. It would be terrible. <laughs> now, moving you down into the first floor as quickly as I could there without being super weird. Uh, let's see. Going over it again. Uh, the stained glass windows from north to south depicts monsters rising out of smoke pouring from a seven-sided box. The first is a gnarled tree with an enraged face. A second, an immense hook-beaked bird with sky-blue and gold plumage. Third, a winged centaur-like creature with a lion's lower body and a snarling woman's upper torso. And lastly, a deep blue squid-like creature with evil red eyes. Roll a knowledge arcana on that for me. Okay, I will spend another inspiration. So what's that three inspiration out of how many? Nine. That's six. Yano still suggests breaking every one of these windows. Okay, 14. Is that knowledge what? That's right, sir, for everything. Arcana. Okay, so that'll be... Works half the time. Plus 29. 29. Noticing that all these monsters seem to actually be not emerging from these boxes, but being drawn in, and their snarling visages are not of rage, but of fear... They are all necromantically related. They all are creatures that have exceptionally long life. And the creatures with your hell of a roll are a treant, a rock, a sphinx, and a kraken. Holy a shit, those aren't just monsters. Those are fucking monsters. Do I not know what a rock is? A very large bird. Big bird. Oh, how do you spell it? ROC. Yep. That's the only one I don't know. Thank you. You do not want to rock. No. Um. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um. So, also, like, 
So you've got a tree, a flying thing, something that lives in a desert, and something that lives underwater. That is not the important part. It looks like they are capturing or enslaving these uh, creatures into these boxes. These are also related necromantically. Um, Nate, do any of the floors, like, do they all seem to be built at the same time, or it's like addition of addition? Like, as they go up, do they seem to be newer? No, all the floors in all of this house seems to be built about the same time. Damn. The only uh, thing that looks different is that storeroom upstairs. It looks like stuff was moved in there fairly recently yeah. while the renovations were taking place. Okay, that, uh, that throws that theory out the window. So nice ah. to see that hired clearly villainous interiors to design the place. Out the window. I get it. They yes, do good work. I, I do not think these are nice people. Again, can't imagine where you get these insights from, Inspector. Years of experience. Is it not obvious? I am obvious. <laughs> I am still collecting information. It is, <laughs> it is too early to draw conclusions, but there definitely seems to be some correlations and some obvious trends here. No? Yes? No? You didn't say. <laughs> yes. Miniri's ready to head Shall downstairs. Basement? Yeah, I, I think it's basement yeah. time. Question is one or two, or three. So two. So red means down. Right. Yellow means so up. One. So okay. one. <laughs> one. <laughs> one. Yeah. That answers that question very clearly. Okay. Leave so let's see if I can grab everybody here. You know, she go first. You are very strong, and presumably <laughs> tanky. I'm surprised you haven't used Derriere yet. I'm getting that. Do not rush me. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to move everyone down like that. I know you guys can't see anything. Actually, I can see my nameplate. <laughs> I can too. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I can see Maniri's Wait, You can see plate. my nameplate or your nameplate? No, I can see my nameplate, which is the weird oh, okay. part. So, for the listeners, um, Jesse just uh, texted us an image of a rock with a picture of Dwayne the Rock Johnson's face <laughs> imposed upon it. And that is potentially the single greatest image I've ever seen. I wish I could Ooh. take credit for making it, but it was clearly from Reddit. I don't give a shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, I would like to just tell you all now, you have now descended down into this basement area. Let me read you the flavor text real quick. Because <laughs> flavor's awesome. <laughs> We're going to flavor They've been very good, this book. <laughs> Descending the stairs to the dark, damp basement, you can see a large oaken table, its surface covered with moldy stains and rat droppings. Sitting in the corner of this large stone basement kitchen. Wooden shelves line the walls, and an oversized fireplace dominates the northeast portion of the room. <laughs> the shelves in the southwest are in much greater state of disarray, and two one-foot-wide cracks in the wall near the f- south uh, lead into the earth beyond the basement walls. Karen resents fireplaces so much now. <laughs> Yeah, we should be just going to be called the fireplace checkers at this point. Right. <laughs> chimney sweep. The fire crew. And... Me, I was going to say, just call me a chimney sweep. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we should be called the chimney sweeps. It is a new crew. We, are, we aren't nearly caught. 
we aren't nearly cockney enough for that. So what are you guys doing uh, in the basement? It is um, stepping time. Miniri is going to move to this first door. Yeah, no, here on the corner. Up right behind her. Actually, uh, Miniri's <laughs> just going to do a general perception check, just real quick. Okay. Uh, actually, a... can I have everyone roll me a perception? Is it low light in here or anything that would affect human? Technically, this would all be darkness, but I assume somebody's casting light. I got a fucking natural one, so... Yeah. I did not do great either. Um, 16? I also got, got a natural one. Plus, on my 3d6, I got a natural one, so that is two. It is really dark. 17. This is literally okay. the lowest I can roll on a perception. 17. <laughs> Even with some of those 17s and 18s, it's hard not to see that out of the cracks in the basement wall come two gigantic rat swarms. Ah, uh, oh, yes. Oh, hell. good. From I the northwest corner. Rat swarm and the second one over there. And we will see you next week. We are fucked. Oh, you rat bastard. Thank you for listening to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. This has been our presentation and interpretation of Paizo's Rise of the Rune Lords Adventure Path and background music by Sirenscape. Join us next time. Hey, Karen Borges here, but you may know me as Miniri, the constantly self-doubting catfolk swashbuckler. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. We would love for you to like, star, rate, or review on whatever streaming service you are using. Your help can bring new members who are still lost in the forest. Thank you.